Yeah, on the Solid Dog Blues and Roots here, talking with uh, Kristen uh, Lee Morris or Chris Morris. Talk about a great uh, album he's put out, just called Ruins, and uh, talk about his other work. Part of the Eagle and the Wolf nowadays, but uh, some great stuff. Chris Howells from uh, New South Wales and uh, recorded this album with uh, Casey Chambers and others. So uh, let's hear what uh, Chris had to say and uh, step back and uh, enjoy a great interview with uh, Chris Morris. So yeah, um, well thanks Chris for giving us some time on uh, Solid Dog Blues and Roots. Um, Thanks for having me. Yeah, look, uh, and um, I just came across your music, which is, uh, I'm going to take the strap for that because I didn't, uh, hadn't heard about it before. Yeah. And, and uh, the minute I heard it, I thought, that's fantastic. So um, congratulations oh. on, the, on the work you've been doing. I'd love to talk about it. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Um, look, look, um, a, lot, a lot of background. Um, the, the latest album uh, that, that uh, we've got from you is called Ruins. And yeah, um, that, uh, re- produced by Casey Chambers. So tell us, tell us something about the background of that one, Chris. Yeah. Um, well, basically, I um, had had a little bit of a break from music. I lived overseas in London and was uh, was doing music over there. And then I came back home to the central coast of New South Wales, um, where I live. And I was a little bit like scratching my head, wondering what I was going to do next. And um, you know, thinking, oh, I've just kind of come home and I don't really know what's going on here and I don't know what to do. And, um, yeah, I went to my little local songwriter night and it just happened to be run by Bill Chambers. Oh, and, yeah. and And Casey was there and there was a great little crew of musicians there. And I just instantly felt like, you know, I'd, I'd found my people. You know, I'd found this bunch of people that got where I was coming from and they encouraged me to really crack on and... Um, you know, we were all sort of just, in, uh, you know, turning up every fortnight, bringing new songs, trying them out, you know, and um, just all sort of mo- moving forward. And, you know, Casey at, at one point said, you know what, it's really time for you to make a new record. And she sort of said at first, she said, you know, let's talk about who you might want to use. And I was umming and ahhing about it. And she just said, um, come on Chris let's just do it and she basically booked the studio and got an awesome band together and basically sort of bent my arm behind my back and made me make this record and yeah. Um, so yeah it's pretty amazing you know it's like people that come into your life for the, the you know at the right time and, and help you move forward and that, that was definitely what Casey has been for me Sure yeah look I, I just um, looking at your back catalogue there um I noticed there was a gap between the uh, the late uh, noughties and uh, about 2014, yeah. and uh, yeah. I've got to ask you where did that five years go. Yeah, it was it was basically um, uh, had a daughter, and it was doing sort of parenting things. Yeah, and um, you know, so I made a record. Yeah, I made a record. I forget. It was it was basically just 
as I was leaving the UK and then came home and there was a bit of a gap and, and you know, and then I was, you know, found my feet again and, and made ruins. Yeah, well, look, uh, I, no- I noticed um, uh, a bit of a change. Some of the early stuff had that um, uh, Americana uh, uh, almost pop sound to it. Um, yeah. And the later stuff is very edgy, uh, very swampy yeah. roots. Uh, what what yeah. changed in that, that period? I mean, it's a combination of things. I think it's a combination of the the who I was working with, you know. So, producers of the earlier stuff were fantastic guys, still great friends, but they they probably um, pushed it in a more of a you know, there's a bit more polish there. Yep, yep. Um, so, uh, um, so that was one factor, and I guess the other factor is a confidence in myself. Like, I probably felt like. Like Ruins was always a record that I really wanted ha, had wanted to make, um, but I had to be at a certain point in my life that I could could do it. I could deliver it, and yeah. Um, so yeah. And I I'd come to that point. I think the songs were stronger. As a musician, I was more confident. So all of those things just helped me. Just go. You know what? This is a record that's from my heart. Press record, done. Yeah. You know, and that yeah. It reminded, yeah, of, fussy. Yeah, it reminded me a lot of. It reminded me a lot of Chris Whitley yeah, when I first uh, heard it. Oh, I take that as a huge compliment. I, I don't consider myself anywhere in the <laughs> realm of his genius. I think he, he's, you know, he's phenomenal, and I, I do love, I do love his, his work. I'll, yeah. I'll take it. I'll take it. But you know, T- um, take it I'm, because I'm, uh, I, I thought <laughs> the, this is great stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, look, the first track I heard and um, uh, was Ruins, the, the title yep. track from yep. that album, and um, got a great, great feel for that song. Where's it come from, uh, and what's it about? Um, Ruins. It's actually actually about a relationship breakdown, um, and yeah, I was just writing. So the whole of that record was really coming through a tough time. Um, I was just very true and very honest to what was going in my li- on, on in my life in that time, and I was very committed to writing. I, I was, I was like, I just felt like I had this weight to get this this work done. And so, you know, I'd be waking up and 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 writing most days, and um, yeah, and that one, I think it came out really came out really quick. I wrote it in a morning, sort of. Over Brecky, and you know, it really came to life with the band too in the studio. It does have a cool groove and stuff like that. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a great song. Yeah, talking with Chris Morris uh, about his album Ruins, and uh, here's a title track. Read some fables just to keep us quiet.
Blues and Roots, uh, listen to Chris Morris talk about his album Ruins. Who, who played with you on this album uh, Ruins? Yeah, I had a great um, band. I had, um, we went up to Nash Chambers' studio in, in Foggy Mountain um, and we just, we recorded it all live and we had a band which was um, Bill Chambers played a bit of lap steel and a bit of guitar here and there. Um, we had Jeff McCormack on bass and we had Steve Fernley on drums and me on um, resonator and electric guitar. Yeah. Um, and we basically, you know, we did the whole record in two and a half days. Yep. And, and we basically just, I, I'd run the song once and give them... An idea of how it went and then we, we'd run it two or three times and, and basically so it's a basically all recorded live and um you can feel that you know it's um yeah it's got an energy about it yeah for sure for sure you you all those songs your own you do you collaborate with other people or? um there's only one song on that record which is a co-write which is there's a song called bad idea um which i co-wrote with harry hookie yeah yeah, there was some certainly great stuff there. Look, some of the earlier stuff too, um, the Little Light EP, and um, there was a single in 2008, some, uh, yeah. One Sometimes, I said more more poppy, but there were sort of shades of that um, edgy alt country coming through on a yeah. few of those. Yeah, which was yeah really, really I don't good. usually have people looking so far back into my, into my work, so I'm a little bit, uh, feel a bit shy. Well, thank you. <laughs> it's a bit embarrassing. <laughs> uh, that's what we're here for, just to, uh, to d- d- delve into the dirt, you know, and uh, get into the dirt. Now, um, I will ask you something uh, about your guitar tone. Um, yeah. Because it's fantastic. So where's it come from? Um, yeah, so, I mean, on Ruins, I basically, there's probably two main guitars that I used, and I have a very basic approach to... Um, guitar tones and it's basically a valve amp turned up really loud 
is, is one one part of it. And um, I use this a, a tweed sort of old tweed style amp, um, like an old Fender sort of circuit. Yeah. Um, yep, so yep. that's one part of it. And then I have these special guitars, which are made by a guy called James Trussart. Um, and they're actually metal-bodied guitars. And yep. one of them is like a like a resonator-style guitar. Yeah. Um, but I can plug it in, and it's got a pickup, and I can it, it can make some really amazing um, sort of dirty, bluesy kind of sounds. Yeah, yeah. Um, and when I take that one out, people always come up to me afterwards and want to know all about it. It's a pretty special-looking guitar. It's, it's kind of got like an alligator, uh, a rusty alligator sort of texture about it. And oh, yeah, yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, yeah. There was. A, I think they, they were being sold down here in Melbourne um, too. Um, yeah. And they were about. Um, I won't mention the price, but um, yeah. I, I did look at them. Then moved on. Yeah, I, I didn't pay that price. I can tell. I can assure you of that. Um, you know, the, <laughs> whatever the price was, you saw. I didn't pay that. No, nah, um, yeah, no. They, they, they looked. They looked and sounded great too. So I could hear that coming yeah. through. Uh, you know, all the stuff you're doing. Now you're yeah. um, you're also going to be touring very shortly with the Corey Harris. I am. I'm excited. That's just in a couple of weeks. Um, so yeah, we're basically doing a bunch of Sydney and Newcastle ACT and a few shows in Victoria. And yeah, um, yeah it'll be amazing. Yeah, well, I might try and catch you at the Caravan Club. Um, yeah, on the uh, Friday, I think the nineteenth of Feb. Yeah, that's the first show. Uh, so that would be great. Yeah, which is good. So we do we do a bit of work with Caravan Music Club, and it's a good venue. Yeah, we actually played there um, when Charlie Parr was in town. We did a run with him, and um, we had an amazing night at the Caravan Club. Really special. I, I really love that place. Yeah, it's great. It keeps, keeps winning awards um, yeah. for the best live music venue in the country. So, yeah. um, so I'm, I'm, I have, I am booked to go somewhere else, but I'm going to ask my wife to take a friend. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> I'll come down and see you, yourself and Corey. So, oh, as long as I can get, I can get, uh, get away with that sort of scam. Yeah, um, I'm sure you will. Yeah, I'm sure I'll, I'll you see, will. I'll see how we go. Um, <laughs> and and um, come back, coming back to the uh, the Ruins album, a couple of tracks yeah. that really stuck out for me um, was Jesus Valium. Now this, yeah. um, uh, tell me about it. I won't say what I thought about it, but you tell me about it. <laughs> I always say there's a little gag I always use when I play it live, which is this song is dedicated to my mum. These are her two favourite things, Jesus and Valium. Yeah. Um, and I guess, you know, I did grow up in like a religious kind of household. So, you know, that the figure of Jesus was like a big deal growing yeah. up. And obviously, you know, I invested a chunk of my young life into that world. Yeah. Um, and, you know, and then the secondary talk, I mean, the thing about Valium is, you know, both things, it's saying, you know, what are the coping things that we use in life? You know, yeah. these are the, you know, whether it's religion or drugs or whatever yeah. it is, you know, life can be hard. And, you know, there's these things that we try and use to prop us up. Yeah. And I guess that's what the song's talking about.
responded really strongly to what we were doing together. So, yeah. you know, Eagle and the Wolf has kind of taken on a bit of a, a life of its own, which oh. is a bit beyond what we may have expected. Yeah. Like on paper, we're very different and we come from a different place, but when we play together, it's it's pretty special. And um, it's been really, uh, yeah, it's been amazing to, to see it. So we released a record in February and it's done really well. We've played all over the place and um, got some good airplay. And, um, you know, so I don't, I don't really know. It just feels like one of those things that it's... Um, it has a bit of a life and an energy of its own so I don't know whether it's the main thing or the a side thing or whatever but it's it's great um, we love doing it yeah yeah we're talking with uh, Chris Morris uh, he's talking there about Eagle and the Wolf which is a separate thing uh, to go and check out doing really well with their new album as well we talk about Chris with his album Ruins he's a track he did a few years back called Little Life Um, it is certainly. Um, I noticed um, was it uh, triple uh, triple J were um, have been um, uh, uh, sort of playing it on their on their various uh, rotations, which is great. Yeah, um, yeah, it is good. Uh, tell me, you, you know, you mentioned growing up and uh, getting into um, you know singer songwriting. What were your influences? Yeah. What what influenced you to uh, to take this path? Yeah, a funny funny kind of a road, really. Um, was probably growing up, you know, at at my house, my dad was is a guitar player and he's a fantastic yeah. guitar player. So guitars were always at home. And, you know, there was always music at home, but the scope of music was a little limited because, yeah. you know, dad, dad had become a born again yeah. and burned all, all his records and stuff. Uh-huh. <laughs> so so <laughs> that, that was a bit of a shame. Yeah. <laughs> um, but... You know, so the only things that survived the the mass burning of the evil records were yeah, things like yeah. some of Bob Dylan's gospel records. Oh yeah, um, saved so like and the, uh, slow yeah, train slow coming train. and yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, the, so slow train was like a lifeline for me. Like I, I would just play that record to death, and yeah. Mark Knopfler plays all over it, and it's amazing. Yeah. Um, so little things like that, and then when I started, when I became a teenager. I just I went straight to Hendrix and Clapton and all the late sixties yeah. um blues crossover stuff. Yeah. Um and I was just in guitar land. That's totally where I lived yeah. until probably my early twenties and I started to think more about songwriting. Yeah. Um and then again when I sort of um started hanging out with Case and that, that opened up a whole other world back to um like steve earl and lucinda williams and more of the old country stuff yeah so yep. it's been a funny little trip and I, I guess it's that's why my style is a bit of a funny mishmash yeah well it, it suits our show because we do blues roots yeah. and old country um 
which I tell everybody, and they just say, hey, yeah. I only hear the blues. I said, no, 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 there's a lot, lot more than that on uh, Solid Dog yeah. Blues and Roots. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but they do seem to fit together in a strange way. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, for it's sure. It's all from the heart, you know, it's all from the heart. That's and, right. Um, that, that's what I think you can feel when you, you know, when you hear someone like Lucinda, she, you know, she mashes all those things together. That's right. And you can feel it. You know, and it's amazing. Now, I think uh, Bill Chambers years ago put me on to Malcolm Holcomb, who's a... Oh, I love Malcolm Holcomb. Um, who's who's yeah. a fantastic player and songwriter as yeah. well. Yeah, he's incredible. Yeah, so there's, there's a lot of people that sort of uh, in, in skirt between the cracks of all those. Yeah. Um, but uh, they they do fit together very well, and, um, yeah. and, and it's great to hear what you're doing um, in this area as well. What, what are the plans for the future? Um, the plans are do this tour with Corey, um, which I'm looking forward to. Then Eagle and the Wolf are going to be out on the road with Alex Lloyd on his acoustic tour in September, October. Yep. Um, and then Eagle and the Wolf will be having a little baby animal of some description in uh, Christmas time. <laughs> and so we're not sure what <laughs> we're not sure what it's going to be. Oh, we're sure of the gender, but we're not, not sure of the animal type. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then next year, probably time to record something new. Um, so I'm, I'm writing at the moment and excited about some new songs. So, yeah, it's just keep going. Excellent, excellent. Yeah. Well, look, uh, thanks for giving me some time, Chris. Really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks so much. Yeah, she changes her tune And her lyrics are fragments of pain Yeah, we've been talking with uh, Chris Morris about his album Ruins. Going out with a... A great track called uh, She's like a Plays like a record And uh, highly recommended by the dog uh, Great stuff from Chris Morris If you want to get all the albums You can get all the band camp Look under uh, Chris Morris under band camp And you can download all this stuff For a little fee of course Without leaving verses behind She like a record she ain't just broken Yeah, she changes her tune Or you can track him down on the web uh, Chris Morris or Kristen Lee Morris Or Eagle and the Wolf uh, with his partner Sarah Humphrey Been through it before My Hi, you're on Salty Dog Blues and Roots. This is Kristen Lee Morris.